Hey, what's up? My name is Joan Veliz, and I'm here to tell you that your life isn't some random set of events, but a carefully orchestrated plan by Almighty God who loves you beyond your wildest dreams. There's a catch though. This plan requires you to step out of the ordinary and be the best version of yourself, God's version. So if you're up for it, let's walk in purpose. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Purpose Podcast. I'm really glad that you guys are with us again. I'm happy to be with you as well, and I'm glad to do another episode of the podcast. Today, I'm going to not so much start a series, but there will be a series of episodes that I will be doing with a focus on relationships. I believe that in order for us to be successful and fulfill our purpose and calling on the earth, we have to be able to identify those relationships that are God-ordained in our lives. Because one thing I've learned is that whenever God is getting ready to change our seasons, He oftentimes sends a person into our lives. There is someone around us who has what we need to go to the next level in God, but He puts the responsibility on us to value those people. And oftentimes that means we have to look past their errors, their mistakes, uh, their flaws, and look at them as God sees them. The Bible says that the ordinary man looks uh, at, at the surface, but that God looks at the heart. So it's really important for us to be able to discern those people that God has placed in our lives as kingdom relationships. These are valued people that God gives to us, treasures that God gives to us, who come with an assignment to help us get to the next level. It's our responsibility to remain true to the relationship, to honor the relationship, to honor God in those people and to prioritize their um, their purpose in our lives. So today, with that in mind, I wanna take some time to talk about discipleship. And most important of all, what discipleship has become or what it looks like now, unfortunately, uh, for many believers post COVID, because COVID did affect discipleship uh, a lot actually. And this topic has been on my heart for a few months now, simply because I'm so passionate about the discipleship mandate that we all have as believers. I want us to look at what the Bible says in the book of Matthew, chapter 28, verse 18 to 20. The Bible says, Jesus came and told his disciples, I have been given all authority in heaven and on earth. Therefore, go and make disciples of all the nations baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Teach these new disciples to obey all the commandments I have given you, and be sure of this, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. I have always marveled at the fact that so many believers read this verse over and over and never actually stop to ask themselves if they are following what I consider to be an extremely important commandment from the Lord. Now, let's think about this for a second. Jesus has been on this earth for 33 and a half years. He has spent the last three and a half years of his life discipling 12 guys, and here he is about to go to the Father. He could have said anything to them, but he deemed this so important that he made it the very last thing he would leave them with as he ascended to heaven. Now, I often think about everything he could have said. I don't know if this happens to you, but I think about all the things he could have said. Things like, don't forget to heal the sick, or don't forget to preach the gospel, 
or let's be honest, considering these 12 guys or 11, he could have said, don't abandon the faith, you know? But then I realized that all of this is included in discipleship. So discipleship is the most important process or one of the most important processes of our lives. It's never ending until the time to go be with the Father, just like Jesus did. He, dis he discipled his people until the very end of his earthly life. And we are to follow the very same example. We are to be disciples and to be and to disciple others for as long as we are on the earth. It's the only way to expand the kingdom of God. And honestly, if the kingdom of God is our destination, then discipleship is the vehicle through which we get there. Now, let's take a look at all the things that he didn't say to build. He didn't say build churches, even though we're supposed to do that. He didn't say build followers or even believers. He said disciples. Now, this lets me, this lets me know that one of the standards of success in the kingdom is whether we are making disciples or not. There's a lot of people that are doing many things on their own and for themselves, and there's nothing wrong with that. God has called us to prosper, and the Bible says that he gives us the power to prosper. But let us not forget that one of our mandates is to make disciples. So if we truly want to be successful in the kingdom, we have to make disciples. Now, I also don't believe that the discipleship mandate is for some people and not all. Jesus gave the pattern for every believer to follow. And this whole idea that we get to choose which parts of the pattern to follow and which ones not to, to me, is nonsense. We are all called to be disciples and in turn to disciple others. Now, how many nations we disciple, that depends upon our grace and calling in life, which is a whole different story. But that does not change that we are called to be disciples and to disciple others. Now, I also wanted to remind everyone of what the main purpose of discipleship is, because I have seen it get lost in translation. And verse 20 is very specific and very plainly gives us the main purpose and responsibility of discipleship. And that is to teach people to obey God's word, to learn it and to live according to it. The way we do this is through relationship, which means we have to invest. We have to invest time, both mentor and disciple have to make an investment in discipleship. And the, the currency that is required for the investment in discipleship is time. Discipleship is such an important investment that it requires the most valuable currency that we have. And again, that's time. But taking all of that into consideration very quickly, what is a disciple? Because I think it's important for us to have a picture of what a disciple is. And a disciple is very simply a student. It's a follower, one who learns oftentimes by being disciplined. And I, I want to talk about this for a second because without discipline, there cannot be discipleship. And this is an issue for prideful people who think who know it all. Honestly, pride and independence are some of the biggest enemies of discipleship. But I can tell you that there are certain things in God that will only be released to you in the context of discipleship. So to avoid discipleship is to shorten yourself of everything that God has for you. God does not sponsor independence. And that's why there are certain things that he will only release to you in the context of discipleship. Psalms 138.6 says this, Though the Lord is great, he cares of the humble, but he keeps his distance from the proud. It's important to understand that God rejects us when we're prideful. And in the process of discipleship, one of the common denominators is the humbling down of people. 
because unfortunately we are all prideful when we come to God. We have, for whatever reason, due to the different things that we've gone through in our lives, we've developed uh, pride and God has to deal with that pride in order for us to be able to receive everything that he has for us. Now, what is a mentor? And this is just as important. Now, a mentor is simply a teacher, someone who puts, who God puts in our lives to teach us to live godly lives and to help us achieve our destiny and calling in life. Unfortunately, there's a lot of teaching on what it means to be a disciple today, but I don't see as much um, describing what the proper mentor looks like or what a mentor looks like. For instance, it's imperative to remember that mentors are here to serve. A mentor serves his disciples. How? Well, by praying for them, by giving their time to them, by imparting wisdom, knowledge, revelation, and the power they have received from God. Keep in mind that what we have, what God has given us, is for us to give. And we will continue to receive only in the measure that we continue to give. So now that I've covered this, why is this topic so important today? Well, because of how the world is changing, especially after COVID-19. COVID has caused people to become exclusive, distanced from others. And due to fear, many have abandoned discipleship relationships. And I understand the need to be cautious in order to avoid getting sick. I'm in no way, shape or form denying the need to be wise in the way that we do things. However, what I am saying is that we need to be even more careful with the habits that might have been created by the pandemic, which undermine God's word and his will for our lives. The old term divide and conquer is a military strategy in which you weaken your enemy by isolation from its sources of strength. This is what the devil is doing to many of God's people today who have chosen to isolate themselves from discipleship and discipleship relationships. Aborting discipleship delays God's calling over your life. It's a process we have to embrace and protect. Yes, protect it. And it's important for you to remember that. If you remember one thing from everything that I have said today is this, you have to protect your discipleship experience, your discipleship process and your discipleship relationships because that is the channel through which you give and you receive. And understanding that through discipleship, we become who we are called to be is paramount in order for us to be able to remain in the center of God's will. Now, when God gets ready to change our seasons, he sends a person into our lives. And discerning the people and relationships that God has ordained in our lives is key to moving with God and not missing out on what the Lord is doing. At the same time, valuing those relationships is very important because we what we don't value, we eventually lose. And I guess at the end of the day, the most important thing that I want to leave you guys with today is don't stop investing in discipleship. Don't stop pursuing discipleship. This is one of the most important aspects of the Christian life. We are disciples. And that means that we submit ourselves to a process through which we are transformed. And it's through discipleship that God can take us as we are when we come into the kingdom, when we say yes to Jesus and we open our heart to him, discipleship is the next step that takes us as we are and begins to transform us into the likeness of Christ and who we are called to be. This can never, ever stop happening in our lives. And we have to continually give ourselves to this process, not only being discipled, but also discipling others. 
So that's pretty much all I wanted to say today. I hope you guys have enjoyed this. I hope it has been an edification to you. I look forward to the following ones. I think next week I'll do something on friendships. Uh, but as of now, I thought I'd start with what I consider to be one of the most important relationships and one of the most important processes in our walks as Christians. I love you guys. I bless you. And uh, I'll be with you guys soon on the next episode. Love you.